Oh yeah, MMA and beyond. Animal training camp. Guys, it's great to have you on my show. <laughs> Welcome to MMA and beyond. Good to have you guys co-hosting today. No, but open your eyes. I tell you what, he had. He just was dying to get that out. He was. He, he, he wasn't practiced. even dying yeah. to get Oh no, he, he, he thought about that the whole week. I've been practicing it since yesterday. He has that little that. shit grin. Well, know. we got Alpha Brain tonight, so coming in hot. Coming you know. in, coming in. Oh, well, you got the we package got, we're back. We're on it. We're on it. Yeah, the right back. there. Everybody's complaining about the. Uh, you know, I'm the so. Package. Everyone's used to me coming in, bringing Alpha Brain. Me, I'm one of them. You're one of them, Lauren. She's like, she's man, you tub, don't have man. alpha brain. She's got the tub. You know the tub. I like the tub. It's just that's easier at home. It's, it's less on clean. the go. It's you so like convenient. The tub better just... than the shower. <laughs> you know what's funny? <laughs> since uh, there you since go, my Ray. fight, I haven't took a bath after the hot. No, I took showers, but I haven't taken like a hot bath. Right. Like I, I almost have like a panic attack to take a hot bath, and I used to enjoy it so much. You know. Well, you had a panic attack in the bath. Yeah. Why do you think? What, why is no, that? No, no, I haven't taken a bath since cutting weight. Right. Why? Because it was fucking hot. Oh, so you haven't? You you just the I've thought just, of that is bringing on anxiety. Yeah, and I wanted to like take a bath the other night, and I went to fill it up, and I was like, no, I'm good. I was like, I'm alright. Wow. Just saying. Power to mind, Steve. Talk it's about everything. mindset. It's it's absolutely everything. Yeah. You see that yeah. animal. So he his mind thought he was fighting again and didn't yeah, felt and, the torture. And was oh, like, what no. it was it's like the to prep. get those last It's the couple. prep because if it was the fighting, he would feel yeah. that when he gets in the octagon right. here. But so it's not. the prepping it's is the more prep. anxiety yep. driving than yeah. even the fighting. It's whatever thoughts oh, yeah, that happen when he's during his prep. That. that just tells you that when he's prepping, he goes really, really dark. Yeah. Prepping's tough. The prep yeah. is tough. I mean, it's not easy to get through it. How many guys you see that are like 40 years old in here doing like, you know, three days? It's not common. It's hard to get through the prep for me. Yeah, it, it is tough. I mean, no, I would say lie. you're in a league of your own. A league of my own. I think, yeah. <laughs> On a lot With of confidence. playing fields. <laughs> Confidently say. You know what? It's easy to be number one when you're the only one playing. <laughs> exactly. There you go. All right, you're coming to your senses. There That's he is. Good. He's coming there back he is. a little the perfect bit. amount of high tonight. So far, you're doing good, except for that, you know, forced uh, skit at the beginning. Because he had the, he had the grin. He has a specific forced. grin. He it wasn't forced. The no, guy was... wasn't even done talking. He just blurted out in the microphone. I had to. I felt it was it was inside. I had to get it out. You want to do it again? See how no, I'm good. Are you sure? I got it out. I'm good, guys. You're good. He's he's fidgeting. That's it. He's no, I want to start talking about the fights. The fights were uh, interesting last night. Interesting. Wow. Holy he does right. He just goes. Steve, take control again, just, please. What else we just, got, Steve? How goes. was your weekend? It was good. It was good. You looked like you had a great weekend. Very social so. weekend for Ray Longo. This was when there's uh, not was not people fighting. There's people I mean, loving, just when you think you think, just when you think you're getting a break <laughs> from the fighting. I mean, between uh, the parties on the Fourth of July, then I had a wedding uh, Friday night, a wedding Saturday night, which brings us to. You know, shout out and congrats to Mike and Glory on their wedding. What a great wedding they had out in uh, Georgia. It was a classy, classy place. And then we had uh, Marcel Sean. Uh, man, I tell you, you know, Mad Al Joel. So it was great. It was a bunch yeah, of I'm sure characters. a ton of I mean, laughs. You've seen the uh, the big videos that I put we, up. I can't even have a, a piece of, of bread. <laughs> this guy. He, you have one piece of bread. One piece of bread. You That's need a it. piece of bread. There's nothing I wrong a, piece with a piece of this bread. This guy's filming me. I saw. You know. Everybody saw. Everyone saw. Just waiting for the day the guy starts acting his age, manimal. That's all. That's all I want. Before I'm out of here, see that guy act his age? 
You don't even want to see them. You're afraid he's going to attack you, aren't you? I don't want to get demoted. Wow. <laughs> Holy shit, Sarah. He put the fear of God he here. He did. We've Holy seen one crowy. thing on earth stop Manimal from talking. Wow, that's it. One I'm going to have to bring that in here just to keep him in check. Wow. Wow. <laughs> He, he he just shrunk, collapsed into Holy a ball. Crap. Unbelievable, powerful Matt Sarah. Did he have cauliflower bread? No, no I think they it was him gluten free pasta. Yeah, I don't think there was anything gluten free at that one. Gluten free pasta there. His stomach's probably blown up like a balloon right now. Especially if you go from not eating it to yeah. eating it. And I tell you. I caught him at the donut rack at the end. Oh, no. They were giving out free donuts. They was had a there donut a Venetian wall. Ella? No. But there was a donut wall. There was a donut wall. Okay. Very nice. So you take the donuts with you. Ah, I like that. I am a donut You're I, a donut guy. I do oh, like donuts. donuts were good. Oh, Wait, man. what's your preference? Do you have a donut preference? I like duck donuts. You know, uh, they hand make each donut. But Musilli's wedding had a Viennese hour, which was really good. I do like a Viennese hour. You do like the Viennese hour. <laughs> I, like I, I do have some munchies, guys. We're bringing you back to your fatty days, aren't we? Oh, man, I'm there. Wow. I'm there, yeah. How, has your diet continued to be off since uh, since your fight? I don't really or need to track anything. Are you reeling it back in? I don't really need to track anything right now, but okay. I'm definitely not as crazy as the first week. Uh, but I trained a few times last week. I still got a couple little, little injuries. I don't know why my elbows really hurt, but uh, whatever. Nothing major. Um, and then, yeah, I'll start reining in diet. Uh, got to get ready for my next animal training camp. 11 weeks out. That's wow, in September. 11, what, what's the date of that? September 21st and Nothing 22nd. Nothing over the summer. No, over the summer, uh, I'll probably just do so a few more waited, privates. Waiting for the weekend of the Capital fights. Is that what it is? Yeah, well, as long as it's not the oh, and I think ring of combat fights is the week before. Right, so right. that's okay. Because so, we got a lot of guys on that card coming up. A lot of guys on that. A lot of guys on that. So that's so. And Fabola sure was there. looking for a fight, but I didn't hear any. I, he thinks he was fighting on the fourteenth, but he never confirmed it. I know he was looking to fight. Right. right. He doesn't have a definite yet. Right. But he was looking at that. You so know, this, got, the cycle starts right back up in September. For uh, all September the UFC looks like guys it's going to go crazy. Yes. Yeah, we so, got August twenty fourth is Kaz in Mohegan Sun and yeah. Bellator. Not Mohegan Sun. It's a different. Fight you got there. Naz and Kaz. Kaz Naz again. And Kaz, Naz and Kaz. Uh, wow. Naz and Kaz. That's awesome. That's not even a joke. It's but, not a joke. Uh, they got fights, but they're the only guys fighting. So it's uh, and Suzaki's in Japan in a couple of weeks. So oh, July. Those are single. Right? Single. Are you going to Japan, right? No. It's a rough he's, ride, he's right? Just there, Japan. Wow, I gotta tell you, you just man, there. I don't think I recovered. We went ago? through this last week. Yeah, I maybe even. I don't even know, man. It was Russia and then Japan. Right. I'm, I'm, I'm really, really bad with dates because I just move on to the next thing. But well, that lot. was, uh, I remember him being close see, what within a month. Now, in July, it was April. Was matter of fact, I take it back. I'll tell you exactly when it was. You're right. It was six months ago. Yeah. It was New Year's Eve. How was it? Yeah, I remember it being New in the Year's winter. Eve, yeah. I remember that. Yeah. Wow, crazy, right? Yeah, that was a crazy one. So, so it swings back into full swing in September. September, I think we're going berserk again. Yeah, there's a then lot of guys. Season. A lot of guys turning pro. A lot of guys. Just oh, it's busy. Yeah, then it's, it's going to be, be busy, busy up until the holidays. It's going to be crazy because you're going to figure Aljo, Al, uh, you know, Chris. They're all going to get fights. So, 
Did I, did I did I read or hear uh, of uh, MSG card again being announced? I believe uh, somewhere in November. I don't know if it's confirmed, but that's what I'm hearing. Yeah, I'm pretty. I know that it, <clears throat> I watched I watched the fights last night, and I read I read you know I I go to like MMA fighting and those type of blogs, and I know I read it somewhere. So it's it's announced somewhere, if not official. But that's pretty cool. Always always great to have a card at uh, MSG. How how would that be, Manimal? fight at msg oh boy. you know fighting an msg that's definitely uh a, a dream to do and winning at the garden oh i mean oh, that oh. would be something oh shit what, <laughs> what am i talking about what if not only you what fought there not only did you win but you were the most popular fighter yeah. of the organization i mean i'll tell you what i think first i'm the most entertaining oh and that's man. you know at least top three most entertaining Top. And, I mean, you know I'm the most popular it's fighter consistent. in Bellator because Ray Longo is wearing a Manimal t-shirt. Hey, the great Ray Longo. The great Ray Longo is wearing a Manimal t-shirt. I like these shirts, man. I love the material. They are nice. Trying great job. To who, who did the this? Who was, who's responsible for this shirt? Who? Well. well I'm saying Joe McKillop, your wife, or you? Well, between me and my and my partner Joe, yeah. Oh, wow. We do right. it all, yeah. But, uh. Yeah, and then the logo. That was really defensive. Yeah, really. When I'm asking him who made the shirts, and he's looking at me like. He crossed the the line. Who made it? He looked at you like, what are you writing? A fucking book? He thinks it's like like thread by thread. I think in his head, like like somebody made this single shirt. Or who printed the shirts? Does that make you feel better? That's better. Who picked out the material for the shirt? Who weaved the cotton, Eli Whitney? Who did that? Tell us. No, That's you gotta actually be good that you know that. Really? Yeah. Oh, I must be a, a freaking year? genius. Cotton gin. What year? Yeah, the cotton gin. All right. That was good. No, like, no. Yeah, no, that was good. Wow. Check, please. <laughs> Check, no, really. Oh, I found the shirt. Can you at least tell me? I think I, I like the shirt. It looks good. He, he, it feels good. Like, is it right, like see, a Hanes shirt? What, what's happening? No, he's gone. Now it's the next level shirt. Come on. We're trying to get the better quality stuff over here. Now, when they were picking cotton, was it bales of cotton or was it bales of cotton? Which one was it, Manimal? <laughs> I, I, Steve, I yeah, really that's think. It. That's it. That's it. I think he's really gone. Yeah, no, he is. When he walked in, okay, he knew something was off. He had a little grin. So what do you think he a had it. There's a specific no. grin he has. It's just that your questions are flawed. <laughs> That's the problem. Well, you, you went back to that. It was yeah, 10 did. minutes ago. Yeah, he did. What was Florida what about? Happened? Just reusing old material. Reusing old material. I guess He's so. doing the remix. Uh, Let's go whatever, to the fights. Whatever, guys. Can we go, go to the fights? fights. Let's move on. Let's yeah, go to the fights. Uh, the whole card was stacked. It was it was incredible. Even, on even paper, the undercard. really stacked. It was, it was really good. Anything stand out to you in the undercard, Manimal? Uh... I like Claudia Godella. Her fight was good too. Uh, that might have been the worst fight in the whole night. What are you kidding me? Holy he crap. just says like shit. Let's, 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 no, 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 seriously, only because I mean, we're we'll losing. We're losing listeners by the second. As soon as he said that, I'm going to say Arnold said. Allen looked awesome to me. <laughs> Southpaw. Uh, great hands. Oh, Arnold mixed... Allen, yeah, he looked good. No, you're back on Claudia. <laughs> no, Everybody, he the Joe whole, Rogan said it might have been the worst fight oh, of the night, but I'm glad you liked it. What'd you, what'd you like? The way she braided her hair? <laughs> the Diaz her arguing with Khabib was more entertaining <laughs> yeah. than oh. that entire fight. <laughs> but uh, I thought Arnold Allen, I never even knew who he was. Uh, your shack. What was that? Now you're snorting into the mic? 
<laughs> Mr. Connor, what are you doing? What's he, Steve, seriously. I have no idea. He starts off, he got his line out, <laughs> and then it's all done. Oh, now boy. he's snorting in there. Now he's snorting into the mic. Come on, buddy. <laughs> you asked ready. him a question about a t-shirt, and that's it. Yeah. Threw him off. Well, my question was flawed. I asked him where he got <laughs> he the shirts. That. that was flawed. What was flawed about that, Steve? <laughs> Nothing. The donut question was fine. Yeah. The t-shirt question, no, flawed. Yeah, I'm no, still no. thinking of donuts. That's still... Yeah. All right, so Chiesa and Diego Sanchez. Diego Sanchez not not taking... I, I think that Diego Sanchez maybe should should reconsider fighting in general. And I know that I'm not a fighter, so it's it's easy for me to, to make that analysis, but... He just seemed off in the interviews. He seemed beyond weird. He seemed a little off. I think making unhealthy decisions like having uh, not really having a corner, um, leaving your team right before, uh, leaving your, your coaches before. Like all the things that we've talked about uh, uh, on this show, Ray, that, that you've discussed so many times, how important it is to be coachable and how important yeah. it is to have good people around you and how important to, it is to – he seemed to go opposite of all of that. Yeah. And, uh, if there was a fight – to do it, it in hindsight, only because it was really a, a good, you know, jujitsu wrestling match, whatever you want to say, but which is Diego's strong point. He's been there a thousand times before. So if he had to get, you know, coach himself on something, that was his chance. But uh, Chiesa did a great job. Uh, I, it was entertaining, right? That was yeah, an it was entertaining, entertaining for sure. You know, especially if you're a jujitsu yeah. guy, because yeah, I was watching it with everybody. Everybody was. Uh, I think uh, surprised that Kiesa didn't finish him, but you know he had his moments, and uh, Diego kept moving. Man, he was tough. Kiesa's so, underrated on the ground. Yeah. Thing. Oh no, Kiesa's he's, he's good. Yeah. He's, he's actually a really good. Yeah, I think that was a fighter and very good for MMA. Yeah. Jiu-jitsu. So that was a yeah, that was a good fight. I mean, yeah, Diego Sanchez. He did look slow. I mean, he looked like step behind. How's the MMA jiu-jitsu? Is it vastly different than? I wouldn't. Not say, I mean, listen. There's certain things that you're not gonna that you're not gonna do that you could get away with regular jujitsu. First, take the gi off, so that makes it different as far as grips. Now you're sweaty. There's no material. Um, people tend to be a little more explosive in MMA, so where you might go for the back and try certain moves in MMA, you'll get rolled off or reversed the position. And MMA, you don't really want the position reversed as much because then someone's punching you in the face. Yeah, I think that's the biggest wow, thing is huge, that man. you make a Elbow mistake. Elbow you, punch you. You know. Right. And so let's say in jiu-jitsu, you have a Stevie jiu-jitsu. You're on the bottom an extra minute. Who cares? Sure. All right now, if you're on the bottom an extra minute and I'm punching you and elbowing you, it's going to get uncomfortable. Yeah. yeah right? I think that's Tremendous. That, that's a pretty good analysis. So what you want to do in jiu-jitsu for MMA is going to be slightly different. As far as control positions, what you could go for, then it's going to be in just a street jiu-jitsu match. Hmm. Yeah. Do you do you do you mainly train, man? Do you do you ever put the gi back on? I would not for a fight, but now I could I could play around a little bit. I don't have anything coming up. Who knows? I, you know, I take the universe as it as things come to me. So for right now, though, what do I? I'd say I would like to play with. When my elbows heal up, I'll put the gi back on. I like to do a little gi work. And then I want to do some weapon stuff again. I like to do some stick and knife again. Do you ever so, give that advice? Have, huh? Do you ever get or give that advice, Ray? Will, will Matt 
after a fight, um, maybe not one of the UFC guys, or maybe one of the UFC guys or one of the uh, other organization fighters that you have will, Matt or you, say, hey, great, awesome, in between training camps, why don't you go take some gi classes also? And, and I, I Is that Matt, a conversation probably, that ever happens? Oh, I think that conversation happens a lot. Uh, look, everything is good. You right. know what I mean? Like, But you do have to prioritize what you want. Like the speed bag is good. Am I going to put that ahead of sparring? No. You know. Right. So training with the gi is good. If you're fighting... Uh, you're probably better off, you know, sticking to what's going to happen. But to go back to the gi, I think, is is important. I, you know, it's you know, you could get more creative with the gi sometimes. And uh, it's a great way to not be stagnant. Yeah, I think it. Look, look, you got to keep it fresh, especially right. when you're doing the same shit for like ten years. It's good to mix it up. I don't even care. Like even what he says, even with the weapons. I mean, like even Al. Al Al's done a lot of knife work. You know what I mean? Like he'll. You he'll you know he's done stick work, but it's just more like am I going to put the emphasis on that for a fight? No. Are you going to have fun with that on the off time where who knows maybe you get something else out of it or it keeps mm-hmm. you in a good spot? I think it's I think it's perfect. I think the more you know it's one of the things I always liked about Jeet Kune Do. You know you get tired of boxing, you know you do kickboxing, tired of kickboxing, do some ground stuff. You get tired of that, do the, do some weapons. So you never really. You never burn out like you're always right. switching mm-hmm. it up and it keeps it interesting. And uh, I do believe training with the gi and doing jujitsu, uh, it, it uh, teaches you to be more creative too. who come. You know, I think Matt came up with the low pass years ago. Who's got the Dosh choke named after him. So, man, that's that's pretty cool, man. You're it keeps your brain moving, I think, for cognitive functions and that neuroplasticity. Do this on the left, do this on the right. I don't think you could beat it. You know what I mean? So, yeah, I like uh, I like it for maybe different reasons than other people would like it, but I think it keeps it fresh. And as long as you have your core stuff that you're doing that you need to do, I say mix it all up, yeah. You good with that, Manimal? Exactly. I mean, raise the JKD guy also. It's like, that's I think that's what made JKD. Which is JKD really a philosophy thing. You know, it's really right. not yeah, even. Just to mix know. it up, be able to yeah. do everything. And, yeah, after doing being pretty much in camp for MMA for like 10 months. Yeah. Do I want to cage wrestle every day? And like, no, you know, I wouldn't mind throwing the gi on and playing with a few things. And yeah. Then you might, uh, might slow it down enough to where you start seeing some other stuff. You, you yeah, know what I mean? Exactly. That you're and not, you're not fighting training, for survival yeah. all the time. Yeah. Every day know? is not like I have to win yeah, this right. round. Just or, or, now I got to get up. It's like, okay, Look, well, let's is, see what at if the I do end this. of the day, no matter what, and you know, not like <coughs> that I'm doing it, but, it is a beautiful art, man. Somebody came. They put that shit together really nice. And, you know, I mean, even if you ever get the, uh, you know, I put the picture up with Hickson, but I really meant that. Watching that guy roll back then was totally different than whatever I had seen up until that point. You know, and his philosophy on life through the jujitsu. I could listen to that guy talk all day long, man. They got a great way of... Uh, Looking at things, and whether it was Helio or Carlson Gracie or, you know, Maida, whoever they it's a really cool... If you're a martial artist, it's a great thing. You know, a if you just, art. you know, self-preservation, you want to just fight, 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 you might, you might not even be interested in that. But as a martial artist with the philosophy, and look look at Hickson, he was always doing, like, the yoga and that uh, a lot of fire breathing or whatever, yeah. you Everyone know. He always had the bungee choke. cords. He always, yeah, yeah it was a... You know, he was he was doing it, man. He was doing it. And, he, and, you know, back in the day, I would always hear that he even when he was in America, he'd go to Iowa, he'd wrestle, in the, he'd wrestle those guys in the room. Oh, that wow. guy would experiment. That's no joke, man. 
So they had they put that thing together pretty good. That was a great great art, and that's why you see it so effective in the UFC now to this day. Steve, have you ever seen the Hicks and Gracie movie Choke? Choke, yeah. Sure. Oh yeah, I think everyone should. That got to be on everyone's uh, to watch. It list. came out around two thousand ish, late nineteen nineties. Yeah, yeah, that's... late nineties because I think it was from the fights he had in ninety five or ninety six. I think it that's was like crazy. Right at the end of the 90s, because I remember that being one of the first things I watched when I started training was choke. And we were like, oh, go in the cold water, right? And try to do the breath of fire. Yeah. But it's funny if you look, you take everything for granted today. Right. When you back in the day, when you didn't know what was going on and you're rolling with a guy and you're in the train, he he put you in the triangle. Yeah. You had no idea what was going on. You put your arm down, you get an arm barred, you. It was, I mean, to be there at the beginning, it was awesome, man, because it was like, wow, these guys were really good, man, really, really good. Now, you know, now, 20 years later, you know, athleticism, strength, size, or you know, speed, all the attributes come into play, and that's why you see a lot of those guys get offset, but um, back then, man, it was a big advantage, like huge. Now, even even in the UFC now, so... When you see these the, the a new crop of fighters coming in the UFC and, and, and winning and dominating this type of, is it more of a do you see it leaning in any particular place? Is jujitsu making a comeback? Is it more kickboxing? Are you seeing more well rounded fighters or, or we, we had one specialist who was a wrestling specialist uh, yesterday get get knocked into oblivion yeah. in five oh, seconds. Poor ben Askren. And yeah. so are you seeing some sort of adjustment like that, Ray? Well, I mean, look, you, you, your goal definitely is to be well-rounded, so nothing gets exposed. But, uh, you know, again, <coughs> even, even with Ben, look, you know, I, I always like Masvidal as a fight. I think he is a fighter. He's a fighter's fighter. And But, I mean, Askren now is, well, how old is he? You know, so we've already – he was undefeated. He's been around for a while. He was off for a while. So it, it, I, I don't know if that's happening five years ago – when you don't know what the guy was going to do, you know right. what I mean? But everybody's had right. time Master to Dallas. look. And, you know, you saw what happened now when he wrestled Jordan Burroughs. He got tech fooled. It's not even close. And that Baskin can wrestle, man. But yeah. listen, you have, your days are going to be limited with this. There's always somebody better and younger coming up. And that shit means something. You know, in a, in a movie, it doesn't. You know, you always want right. to see. I bet you there were people <laughs> maybe thinking Askren could do something. Right. But, you know, Burroughs shut that shit down, man. He wasn't having that, you know. And I think that's what happened with Mayweather with that Japanese kid the time I was in Japan. <laughs> right. Like, he was after the, I think he fucked around with Connor. He caught some flack. And he went in there and just, he annihilated the next guy, you know, who was more his weight anyway when he started out oh boy oh, go ahead, do for, it. for those you... of you who are wondering that awkward moment yeah, that of silence was, ray and he, i were watching man he, he was waving he was waving to get his in. finger and everything yeah he I put up my finger yes and then when we when we... i will say this also about Askren. i think his turnaround time was too quick he fought four months ago and almost got knocked out that's another that's a valid you know point. let me tell you something he fought four months ago and I tell, and if you, if they would have stopped his fight with Robbie Lawler, would have been fine. No one would have no said shit. Right. Yeah. He almost got stopped in that That's fight. That's a great point. So no yeah. matter what anyone says, I know yeah. watching that. I looked at it yeah, so, and I was like, oh man, this guy has some head so, trauma. Yeah, so right, his record is now you come back. Right, his record's one later, and one, but damage wise, he took enough damage, damage in 
six or seven fights. In those two fights, I guarantee you he's taken more damage in those last two fights than he's taken his whole fucking career. Hey, listen, Holly Holm got kicked in the head. I don't even think she wasn't even out, out. This guy was. No, she came This guy was quick. out. Yeah, I'm just yeah, saying. Was, I'm just making. He was a stiff. Comparison. He was out. He was stiff. He was curled you know? stiff. Yeah, he was curled stiff. He curled stiff. Yeah, he was curled stiff. So, I don't so, know. So, so how long before you let that guy? You know, I'm Askren train again. A year? Like when you? You know, I'm cautious. You First of all, I wouldn't again. have let him take another fight for eight months after the Lawler fight. If if I was his manager, I would be like, all right, you got eight months. You know, till your next fight. Maybe not to train. Maybe give him a couple months off to train. But next fight in eight months. You get paid enough that you could chill. Calm down. You know, you just got your ass kicked by Robbie Law. Like, even though you won that fight, you took an ass whooping. Right. From and then Robbie now Lowell. after this one, I was a bad knockout. That I was, mean, he was out for a while. He was out. Not, he was unconscious for a while. He was yeah. unconscious for a that's while. That's never good. Right. Yeah, and then I always think that's like when I see a guy unconscious for five minutes. I mean, that's like a year on the shelf. Yeah, he was unconscious uh, look, for I'm, minutes. You know, that's a I long think. Time. Look, I'm, even what he's saying, I'm not saying I agree with it, but you do have to err on the side of caution at this point. You got to take into consideration the guy's age. Yeah, and, he's not young either. You know, that's and true. then you he's really not. start looking like it's a tough position for everybody to be in. You know, but uh, I wonder what he does after this. I mean, eight months. I don't think he's going to wait eight months, but I could see six months for months. sure. Yeah, I mean, he should wait eight months. Yeah. And, and they said all his tests checked out and all of that stuff. Look, there's a million things we don't know. We don't know what that what that fight means 15 years from today. That's that's the sure. that's the, the question mark. You know what I mean? Like what we can't fast forward time to really see what's going to happen. But based on other fighters and stuff, it that doesn't look good. You know what I mean? So... But look, these guys know they know the uh, the risk, you know, ratio of what's going to happen, and they have to make a decision, man. You know, some guys maybe they, they, they it's worth it for them to set their family up. You know what I mean? And just right, you know, that, that might mean that might be more important to them than than their health. And you know, that that's the thing we can't you can't tell people what to do. You could educate them and let them know the pros and cons, and then they have to make a a decision because they're all adults. But uh, you know, that's where it gets, I think it gets tricky for me. Because, you know, you do want to protect everybody. You know, these guys are your friends and, you know, you know their families and stuff. And it gets, it gets starting to get a little hairy. But that's a bad, that was a bad knockout, man. It's a bad knockout. And I mean, Rockhold, Rockhold was even right well, up there. Rockhold, Rockhold even Dana White was, was suggesting that Rockhold hang it up after You know, Rockhold looked broken jaw. thick in that fight, too. He looked big. He looked thick, but he didn't look bigger than that guy. Yeah, and you know what I mean. He didn't look like there was a big, uh, you know. Am I confusing Jan uh, Blatchkowicz? Isn't he usually more of a grappler? They say he's a grappler too, which is is even worse. Him getting good submissions off. Yeah, but he landed that left hook. The power's there at two or five, and Rockhold. You know, I don't know. Rockhold's been coming up short a lot. Yeah, it's tough. He really didn't get a chance to get a lot going in that fight. You know what's weird too that they let him wear that leg brace. Well, that commission did. That's the you know, that's, that's, that's a that's a that's another discussion for something else. The, it's right. weird what they, commission that, lets you do because they yeah. well they dictate New York. He's not wearing that. And New right? York told me you can't have shit on. Yeah. Right. And the same in Connecticut, same in Jersey. You can't have nothing on. So it's interesting, I guess. How? So what is that? Change? Nude fighting? You can't wear anything? No, no braces. Oh, no braces. No like braces. So you can't put see. That was a flawed brace. statement. You said you can't have nothing on. Nothing on. <laughs> that's how they did it in ancient Greece. 
Oh, uh, we don't do it like that in the modern America, no. Oh, okay. Thank yeah. you. So do you uh, you think that Rockhold maybe should consider, uh, or again, is that something for him to discuss with his family well, here's, here's, and friends? Here's the way I look at it, and I think Dana kind of alluded to it, and I agree to it. Uh, not only did he get knocked out, he broke his jaw. So that's that's going to be a while. And he does have a modeling, a supposedly like a legitimate modeling yeah. contract with Ralph Lorenz. So he's got options, you know what I mean? But does his ego let him go out like that on a couple of losses? Or does he want to get that back? And I mean, just think of all the talk. He was the only guy that probably could give John Jones a run for his money. I mean, this sport is insane. You can't listen to it. I mean, <laughs> people can't. are really Well, Ben Askren also. Control. Now, who, who would he fight next? Let's say it was eight months. Let's say it was a year. Who, who is he fighting next? He... We we agree that I'll Lawler they could have stopped it with Masvidal he was unconscious I in give two him seconds Neil Magny. officially stopped in five give him Neil Magny that'd be a good fight to come back for Ben Askren what do you think I mean that's what I'm saying that's a fair fight yeah who would I give him next I give him, I give him Neil Magny that'd be good see who moves up the ranks you know I'd like to see Jorge Masvidal actually get a title shot. Yeah. Oh, I think he deserves it. Yeah, I mean, Joe Masvidal's been around so long. I mean, look, Till had a shot. He knocked him out. I mean, he's he's pretty good. You you mentioned Holly Holm. Amanda Nunes is just wow, buddy. Holly Holm was trying to do the right thing in that fight, trying to keep her distance. She she got beat. But yeah, Amanda Nunes. I mean, she hits hard. I I mean, there's no question about it. She's the best girl fighter ever. Ever based on a. I think Valentina is. Imagine well, Valentina's Valentina got a was, way to go. Imagine Valentina if there was, was Amanda Nunez's size. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, imagine Valentina right. was a, a buck sixty-five walking around. Well, imagine and fought <laughs> Valentina Nunez. had a penis and she was one sixty-five. No, what I'm saying, imagine she'd be the middleweight. She was way what, what, is, what, are you one, what I'm saying is, Valentina was way undersized at one thirty-five, and I thought she won the fight against Nunez, uh, the second one. You know, right. so. That would be my argument for Valentina. No, I think Valentina is up there, but yeah. Amanda and Nunes. And skill-wise everywhere. Amanda Nunes is killing people. She is. Like everybody. Every she future does. champ. I don't think this other one has that the credentials. I don't think she's got the uh, resume right now that Nunes has. But I do think Valentina is awesome, and she's probably I mean, going to be there. I, but, I thought she beat you know. Nunes, who's way bigger than her, which to me shows a higher skill level. Usually a good big man should always be the good little well, man. Well, look, Nunez Nuna, Nuna moved up to fight Cyborg. So and let Valentina it. move up and beat uh, Nunez. Oh, I thought she did. I thought she was close. You know, one of those well, fights she could have But here's the difference, though. Nunez knocked the shit out of Cyborg that was killing oh, everybody. I think Valentina could even make 15 if she wanted. Like, she's small. I don't think she's a big right. girl. That's just my personal opinion. Yeah, I don't think she's yeah, a big look, girl. She's good. I don't I want. I wouldn't she, have, look. I'm no, not no, going to take saying, one thing away from. I'm just Amanda saying. Nunez is right now on paper and what she's she's wrecking people. Well, she's, she just yeah, she I mean, beat who? She beat. I mean, she's just Holly, 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 Tate, Holly Holm won five rounds. Cyborg, Misha Tate, Ronda yeah. Rousey. Yeah, I mean, I mean, she, you know, she has stopped. No, Amanda Nunez has stopping power. Like she probably could be the one thirty-five pound top ten in the guys. You know, like, she has stopping power. Like Listen, I'm going to say this. As your friend, <laughs> I would never let you fight her. 
As your friend. Oh, no. I would never, my manager would never let me fight her. Never. There's no win in there. If I kick her ass. You want to kick her ass. First, no. first of all, wait. Let's say best case scenario. I'm a positive guy, right? Okay, yeah. You're a positive okay. guy. Sure. This, I, I wear, there's one drop in here. I wear a light vest. So, yeah. okay. Let's say I beat the shit out of Amanda Nunez. You'd be like, well, she is a girl, right? And you're going to yeah. be like, eh, it's not fair. And right. if she kicks my ass, oh, you want to hear ball busting. I'll never hear the end of it. Wow. Never so it's a no win situation. No so you're not going to fight her. I, you can never and fight her. No matter what money he chooses he's on the line. not yeah. to. You can never Shit. fight her. There's no win. You know? All right. You heard it here. Yeah. <laughs> he declined to fight with Amanda <laughs> Nunez. Amanda Nunez, you know, I mean. Now it's Nunez. 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 Yes. None of it. So you wouldn't tell Ray a safe word for. For if you were in the cage and they're like you did. That's my safe word. Nunez. Yeah. Nunez. No. I also don't want to fight. Um, Wait, there's somebody the else. Oh, right. Who else? No, go ahead, buddy. Um, Nganu. I don't want to fight that guy either. Holy crap. Yeah. I wouldn't <laughs> want to fight him either. Yeah. That's a safe That's one another for guy sure. I wouldn't want to fight, yeah. But John Jones. Closer yeah. fight than people thought it would be. And Tiago Santos freaking tore his own knee in that fight. And still made it really competitive. I thought Jones, was he hurt for about half the fight? Um, yeah, I, I think he, more than half. More than half. But I, 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 I have round. to say, look, I didn't see the whole fight, and I'm gonna let me just destroy ESPN for that. I do. I couldn't get the fight to even play. A lot play. of people frustrated. It's really, I, I wanted to smash my phone with a hammer. I mean, and I kept, you know, I was shooting pictures of what the messages were. You know, right. like it can't, you know, come back later. Do, do you? You know, you, you want to watch a fucking fight. This is the last thing you want to hear. Keep Come trying again. Like, what was the fucking prize? I wonder if I was just, if it was just me. But, you know, so I, I, I missed, I saw the last round, and I think I saw the first round. But I heard, I think even Rogan and Anik were saying going into the fifth round, it could be even. I don't know where to. So, yeah. yeah. You and had it that way, man. I had and even, he definitely yeah. won the fifth I round. I mean, Santos look, the here, here's the problem. And, and this is total bullshit. Second. But, you know, to beat a champ, you got to beat the champ. It might be bullshit. I believe that. Like, he I think, like he might have won that fight. But in my head, I don't think he deserved to be the champion. <laughs> you know, I know. No, I, no, I and agree. that sounds yeah, like a total contradiction weird. of common sense or whatever. But. Yeah, he was in there and, you know. It's like common law. It's like, you know, like a lot of our laws are based on previous decisions. Right. So that rule, I agree with you, right? That the champ, you kind of have to beat the champ. Like, I mean, I like that. You got to, you know, what was Even that? though I mean, you so, could give Santos the fight because he was pushing I, the action. I have no problem with that one guy you know, giving the guy the fight. Me neither. Listen, you know? he left it close. Jones really yeah. wasn't compelling at all in that He fight. had a guy on, on one of, he might have been on two bum knees. Who the hell knows? Why go after the guy? He didn't want to go after him because Santos was throwing heat. He, he, he hit him hard. He showed, Jones has yeah. a chin, though, huh? Yeah, no, I no, mean, look, but guy. how many shots is he going to take? That's why he wasn't committing. He, was, he wasn't trying to test where his chin's at. He took one or two hard shots, played a long game, but he wasn't compelling. He never tried to finish the fight. He never tried to finish while Santos was trying to actually do damage and finish the fight. So Jones, based on not trying to... To win, it was more like try not to lose, right? Don't get hit that much. Kick him in the knee, you know. And Santos, how tough is that guy? For I mean, he was probably on torn ACLs, just digging in there. Yeah, it's th- there's there's mindset there. I mean, there's somebody You're who talking about mindset, yeah. yeah, who wants to. Yeah, it's a life changing. Had he won, it's a life changing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
I think he was looked like he was. He made him look human. Yeah. I'll tell you that. He made Jones look very human, very beatable. Right? Like, Thiago Santos, after watching that fight, another fighter could watch that and be like, you know what? Jones is beatable. Right? How old and is Jones now? How old 32? is he? 32. Oh, he's young still. Wow. Still young, but he's fought can three. You find out how old he is. He might be. Okay. A, a, he, but I think listen, you're right, though. I think he I is. I think Jones he... also needs to chill out a little bit. He's fought three times in the last nine months. He's been fighting every three months. He fought December, he fought March, and then he just fought now. So since December, so he fought December, March, July. So it's like every three months for a guy that traditionally is blowing lines of coke for a year at a time. Might well, be a lot on him. He's got to make money for those lines. Now he's got to make money. Those lines don't come cheap. Not cheap. I wouldn't know. Yeah, but he's about to turn 32. Wow. I tell you what, man. He's, he's got a July lot of years 19. going, man. He's got a <laughs> he's lot got of years. He's young. Yeah, wow. he had plenty of time. But he is going at a little bit fast pace. Well, he's got to make up for the time he lost. Yeah, he lost, yeah. I guess. Do, and do we just... Do you think he looked a little flat? Cause I think he might have looked a little oh, flat. Look, he's, he's, look, he's, he's not the easiest guy to get close to, man. He backs out of there. He keeps you yeah. at the end of those punches. Uh, I, well, for whatever reason, he wasn't... There was no urgency. I don't know what that was about, but uh, he still does a lot of things that are hard to deal with you know so is is there a is there a formula for beating jones i mean obviously nobody has it is there a thing that ideally you would if it was a, a video game you'd know what to do but it's challenging Listen, once you're doing he is it good or? because even if you get like rough with him which i think you have to do and you don't have the ground experience you know he will get take you down and he's he's a he's a bitch on top too so he's actually really dangerous yeah on he's top. got I don't he's know got why he doesn't of, do more he's got a lot of different ways to beat you know, and man. his elbow his elbows from yeah. the top are actually probably some of the best in MMA but yeah he oh, didn't wow. look to take it to the ground yeah cuz he's long he throws the elbow over the top and the guard or the half guard really effectively when he's on no, the he's ground no he's good he's he's long those you know He's got great base. Right? He wrestled. I don't know. He's good. He's he's a problem. Is I'm he the greatest he... ever? Does he get an asterisk because of the? Yeah, see, that's the problem. That's yeah. what's going to. The problem that is up. the is, is the, the drugs. Yeah. Is the picograms? Because the other Does thing he get is, an asterisk? The other thing is, you know, the other times he just never got caught. He was always doing something. Well, that's what happens when you get caught once. It's yeah. like, wait, when there was no Usada, what were you right. doing then? I mean, let me tell you something. If you got the balls to do something with Usada, what were you <laughs> doing without it? Right. Yeah. And you ain't doing one thing either. You know, there's a guy that's got no problem snorting coke and doing some crazy shit. What do you think? You know, making his you know cardio better and getting stronger. You think that that's a positive? Right. The other shit, <laughs> the other shit's ruining you, and he's got no problem with it. So, right. you know, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. You'd have to, you'd have to be a moron to think anything other than that. Maybe, right. That's a great point. That's a good way to put it. He's like, yo, you do things that you know are fucking you up. And you're going to do right. something that helps you. And uh, No, nah, I don't want to. No, you're going to draw the line oh, there. You know what? No, this you know what I'm saying, me? Steve. No, There's right. people that, no, you know, right you could now. see they, they, they don't want no drugs. They play. Hmm. They're going to. They, you're not convincing them to do something that's potentially bad for their body. Those people are thinking sure. health oriented and they have a different mindset for that. Uh, when you're doing everything else. <laughs> no, I'm telling you. It's, it's yeah. a, I'm just saying just from being around a long time. Those, those guys couldn't give a shit about anything, man. <laughs> 
Did you uh, have any um, problems ordering the pay-per-view for the bare-knuckle boxing match between Malinaji and Lobov? Zero. Zero. Who ordered the pay-per-view? 18,000 people. Who ordered the pay-per-view for that? 18,000 people did. You paid for the pay-per-view. So Ray is one of those 18,000 people that paid for it. Yeah. A proud minority. Wow. Wow. (laughs) not a lot of people paid for it. What the fuck were they saying that the numbers were 250,000 buys? They lied. They lied, yeah. Well, maybe they, they just miscounted. Grossly Is that accurate, the 18, Steve? That's, that's the most recent number. That is they grossly inflated it. Uh, See, yeah. I got to tell you, the only reason I might doubt that is it seems like a lot of people you talk to saw it. You know what I mean? Like, you could... Like, I watched it. I think this card yeah, for the I UFC, a lot of people saw it. There was a little bit of a buzz. The previous card... You're not getting that buzz. So, I don't know. Based on just talking to people, out of the 18 seems a little low. But Were they happy really with low. the 18, Manimal? Do you know? How could you be happy with that? I'm proud of every unit. Is that the story there? <laughs> oh, we, sold, we only sold 18,000 units. I'm proud of every one of them. You know, yeah. but... Nah, there's uh, nothing to be... That's not... What, do you everyone know what gets a thank you card? Is that I, I tried to find a disclosed salary for... Malinaji and Artem, and I wasn't able to find it. I don't know if anyone else was able to. I'm curious what these guys are getting paid. Then yeah. that would mean something for the buys. Sure. If these guys are barely getting paid anything, 18,000 buys, yeah, whatever. And then whatever their live gate was, maybe I, they had a good live gate. Right. Well, that would be um, important. Well, it would be important, again, to know what their business model was for that. Because yeah, if, they're, yeah, I'm curious if they're going what the, in the red what to these pay guys these. are getting paid. 18,000 buys seems a little low. I don't think... What was the... uh, How much did that cost? Do we know? $40? $40. Come on, you're an accountant. Shouldn't you do this in your head, right? (laughs) (laughs) So he did under a million probably. He did a million dollars. I don't know, man. Production. The the cable company takes half of that. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, so it would be tough to see. You have to rent the arena. You got to pay. I mean, it's, it's a big It would be like that, you know, it, it, depending on if you see more bare knuckle boxing, you see how their business model is. It, was, it wasn't, it was like we saw De La Hoya's MMA thing, and he put a lot of money and time into it, and, and we never saw another one after. Well, right? I, well, I think the difference there is he can go back to boxing. These guys, yeah, they'll try to make it work. They don't have a, an alternative, I don't think, and then that's going to be. You know, man, it's like pokey. You got to know when to fold them, and these guys never do. They're going to. Or they always can find somebody to throw some more money at it, and they bullshit him until the guy wants his money back, and then it's a disaster. <laughs> right, Manimal? Right, Manimal. There's only so many Kevin Hart's in the world throwing money at a promotion. That's it. You have an incredible marketing plan to sell. We're going to do some feedback, feedbacks. Feedback. Feedbacks at MMAandBeyond.com, or you can reach us uh, through social media, Ray Longo MMA. Uh, on uh, Instagram and Twitter. Manimal, where can they find you, buddy? Guys, I'm easy to find at John the Manimal Benedici on Instagram. That's the best place. Uh, things have been a little quiet on my Instagram the last oh, wow. week or so. Not I've been by. chilling out. I've just been chilling out, you know, just relaxing. But uh, how do you spell start- Benedici for the people out in the uh, podcast? B-E-N-E-D-U-C-A. Okay, good. Benedici. Right. Were you so, reading that off Ray shirt? Holy shit, that, that wasn't... Was a, I reading that, my own that name wasn't off a, That wasn't a good shirt. sign, Steve. No. <laughs> you know, that's like when the, the neurologist is backstage before the fight examining you the day before, and they ask you, like, to remember these five words, like what Ray did to me. 
And they're like, we'll ask you these again after your fight. I was like, you got to be fucking kidding me. You're going to ask me these things tomorrow night after my fight? I was like, believe me, I won't remember one word. Yeah, either way. But, I. <laughs> yeah, but I did remember three of them. Nice. Yeah, wagon, table, balloon. No, that was here. So, no, no. That's the ones no, we gave. No, no, that was nah, the ones we gave. Yours was everything around you because you're very pragmatic. Wow. So all the things you gave wow. me was phone, pencil, you do the Bugs paper, Bunny eye bottle. Test. That's what I you gave me because there's all the stuff right in front you of you. You could say anything. I wouldn't just, know. <laughs> and I think you just did. I think you proved it. <laughs> but I think you're right. I was very pragmatic that night. You, you yeah. are. That, that's your personality. Yeah. So, I'm a pragmatic guy. You're very down to earth. Instagram has a question. Instagram. Instagram says... Uh, Hey Ray, why was Matt Sarah filming you eating bread? Uh man, you'd have to really ask him, but I <laughs> I really uh believe because he's got some serious problems, mental <laughs> issues. But uh that's just me. I'm not a doctor. But you'd have to ask him. You know what I mean? And what's your favorite snack to watch uh with fights? Watch the fights with. My animal? I'm surprised that wasn't a question from Stephen Lee. It was not. I'm surprised. Uh, what do I like? Man, I mean, at the movies, I love movie theater popcorn because I love that fake oil. It's not really butter. But what do I like when I watch the fights? Uh, it depends. I mean, I do like chips and cheese. You know, like chips and cheese, like blue, like those blue tortilla chips with melted cheddar on it. Sure. And a little salsa. That's. Oh. Very Mexican of you. <laughs> <laughs> Arriba. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what do you like, right, when you watch the fights? Yeah, that's a good question. What the hell was I eating? Man, we're stumped over here. Look at this. Yeah. A deep question. Sometimes we get yeah. deep here. Yeah, well, it's just on. deep. Okay. Very deep. Yeah, what do you like to eat when you watch I'll the tell fights? I'll you, like, if I'm, if I'm watching what I'm eating, I chew a lot of gum. Um, I, like, chew the gum for, like, 10 minutes and put some more in. That's it. I just, I'll go through, like, 40 pieces of gum and... An hour. <laughs> That's it. I just suck this taste out and I spit it out and I go again. Do you have any nervous habits like that if you have a fighter in the octagon? Do you go through a lot of gum? Do you do you have anything you do like that when a when a fighter's when one of your fighters is fighting? No, not with no, not with mm. not nothing like that. No, I told you the only thing I do is I take my father's navy bracelet and once that's in my pocket I kinda of feel good and um yeah I'm, I'm doing i'm I'm zoning out somewhere but nothing consistently like uh i'm off until that door closes you know and then i, I i'm good and, you know me and matt talk and i don't know it's been so many times but nothing do you hear the crowd i know we talked about manimal who hears somewhat of the crowd and then also the crowd he generally just hears in his head I every day but head, do yeah. you and matt or or do you hear a crowd when when your fighters fighting do you can you hear the crowd i'll tell you sometimes yes and sometimes man i think there was one i think the kevin lee fight i don't remember hearing al's walkout song i, oh, wow. I, I was gone you know so that depends man it really depends but uh yeah it's such an interesting study in consciousness. Yeah. The really fight is. experience. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes I'm aware like, of it. Some, sometimes is, like people ask me, was there a big crowd? And I'm like, damn, I don't even re I don't remember. I'm so focused just on that octagon that I, yeah, I don't know. And then sometimes I'm, you know, trying to pump the crowd up. So I think I get more into it that way. But, uh, man, I don't know. Joey Ortiz wants to know what exactly happened to Santos' legs. Do you know? I mean, it looked like That's he mean, threw right? a kick, and then when he came back, 
when he came back to put the leg down, he like popped his ACL. I mean, that's what. So I'm going more torn meniscus. Torn meniscus. Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean? Because he was able to use it again. So yeah. sometimes it catches and you you stumble, but yeah. then you can go back in. You have some stability. But I'm going to I'm gonna go probably start it out torn meniscus. Who the hell knows? Because he kept using it. But well, uh, Who knows? You could do things that you're not supposed to do in the fight. Yeah. The you adrenaline, know, no... look, the adrenaline definitely kept him going. Uh, listen. But, I... uh, <laughs> you know, there was one fight. Chris's knee popped out. And you could see him, he's like cross-eyed, and he's trying to hyper-extend his own leg to pop it back in, like with like the oh, meniscus wow. cord. Yeah, yeah, I think it was, uh, that could have been the the fight in Vancouver. Uh, I can't think of the guy's name. Just a different breed of... Yeah, no, no, he definitely... I hear that. No, you I mean, could actually... A different no, breed what's, of what's you think? Fight, yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, no. Just certain things happen, and it's like, whatever. And I tell you, if Joe, like, Joe Rogan uh, po- pointed you out something, going, yeah. you could see the knee shifting. Yeah. But I know guys that definitely had that, where when they're sitting down, they just... Their leg moves in and out like it's nothing. Wow. And then they can still get up and kick. So whatever that is, yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely, <laughs> like, it's weird-looking. Brooke but, wants to know what's been your favorite decade to live in and what's your favorite sports decade, whether or not you lived in it. Where you've lived in more decades. Than <laughs> <me>. <laughs> so. Yes, Manimal. So. My favorite decade to live in, I think, was the 80s. I had a good time in the 80s. And sports decade was probably like the 70s with the Knicks and uh, – I think like the 76 uh, Yankees. The New York Cosmos. Some, the Cosmos weren't in there, but. Uh, <laughs> the New York Cosmos but, did it for you, Shep Messing and Pele. But I think, uh, right, the Yankees and I think the Yankees had some really great uh, games with Kansas City back then. Yeah, I think the 70s sports-wise. And then even into the 80s, the Giants were good. But uh, I think the New York Knicks in the 70s were Frazier and Willis Reed. That was basketball was were I you a was big awesome. yankees fan growing i was a big yankees fan yeah yankees knicks <laughs> and what's the other sport in giants yeah i didn't know you were a big yankees fan i no, got no, no, one no. of my clients gave me some yankees uh memorabilia yeah so mickey mantle play as a kid my father my father was big into baseball so we went to a lot of games bat day back then you know they still have bat day i mean you got like nine years old you come home with a bat you thought you were on top of the world that's amazing you i'm know? sure they do they do like bobblehead days and stuff like that right do they still do bat day but uh yeah i remember I watching mantle play man as a kid and just listening oh, to all great. the stories my old man would tell it was, it was good oh big into old timers day you know but was, was that was that when you can go to the when you can go to a baseball game and you know for reasonable amounts of money? I and, would think that was very reasonable back yeah. then. Yeah, that would probably it wasn't that, that, that were in the, the, no, you know it's tough no, to that buy stuff the 60s, there. Not to, uh, I think it's more expensive to buy stuff at the ball game than, than actually, to just be there. Yeah, like it wasn't that bad. I went last week. What was it Yankees game? Yankees Blue Jays. And, uh, yeah, it wasn't that bad for tickets. But if you want to get anything there, now it's expensive. You know, if you want to buy a bottle of water, it's like $12. <laughs> so then it starts to get a little crazy. But the actual price of admission, I don't think, is that bad. Favorite decade to live in. Even though I was young in the 80s, the 80s were great. The 80s were great. The I'm, 80s I'm were going phenomenal. with the 80s also. The 80s were phenomenal. I feel like sometimes music, the movies, 80s. Music, everything. movies. I felt like the 80s music, sometimes felt movies. more futuristic than now. 
I don't know why, but the yeah. 80s was off the charts. I love the 80s Times Square. Well, we wow. thought, so I Back to the, the Future. The movies, what was it again? Movies, movies music. music. Movies, music, pussy, and cocaine. Did you say that? That's what he said when he said Times Square. That's what I said. Yeah, sure as shit when he said 42nd Street. Yeah, strippers and, and cocaine. Yeah, yeah. What, what year did Giuliani clean up 42nd the Street? The early 90s. Was, yeah. was it the early 90s? It, yeah, it sucked. I got it definitely was that place was a that place was a freak show. They oh, have that. Wild uh, over that. Did you watch the, the HBO 90s. series that they do on that? Which one? What the hell's the name of that man? With um, oh man, I'm drawing a blank. It's all about uh, Times Square in like the seventies. It's a great. They do a Just great job. There was on there, there was nothing you couldn't HBO. get. It was like Mad Max out there. Yeah, it really was. <laughs> Mad Max. It was like man, it was like a wasteland. Of uh, porn and... Yes, you ever listen to sometimes yeah, Joey Diaz talk on Rogan? He hits that shit on that. <laughs> he really nails all of that Let stuff. Let me tell you something, I don't know if anybody knows what he's talking about when he's... But uh, he's he's dead on with all of that shit. He really is. It was it was He chaos. was right there, yeah. I mean, he's got to be a couple of years younger than me, but... um, I, but he, I he, he tells chaos. funny stories, man. And and the movies, Manuel, you're saying, are more futuristic. We just felt that way. Like in Back to the Future... They felt more futuristic. Went in, right? Was it number two where where they had like that kind of fax machine? Yes. And we were like, whoa. Like, and flying cars. We're like, where are the flying cars, guys? Come on. Nowhere. Where are the flying cars? You know, I'm, I'm, I feel a little gypped. I do feel a little gypped. Remember those fax machines? And they were horrible. Always ripping up the paper. You're putting a shit No, remember there. the car phone? That was the worst. The was huge the, like. Yeah. The beginning like call phones. Yeah, we were just talking about that. The brick. It was, it was huge. Yeah, it was like the size of your briefcase. That the was Zach Morris car phone. Is that? Oh, I love Saved by the Bell. Yeah, the shows in the eighties were yeah, great. I miss those days of getting it's, a beeper and then having to beeper, run to a yeah. payphone and call somebody. <laughs> <laughs> well, we would we invented texting on the beeper, right? You, you invented would, that. He no, did. No, no, no. He specifically. Our generation yeah. invented oh. texting on the beeper. You would beep like a certain number sequence, and it would say like "Hello," "See you later." You know, really? Other things. I just remember 69. That was the only code <laughs> that used to come through on mine. That's the only one. Yeah, not see you later. It's only 69. <laughs> I like 68 better. You do me, I owe you one. What is uh, 68? They only got one ball in their mouth? No, you that? do what me, I owe you one. Oh, I got you. It's 68. Wow. Right, he's getting me. I don't like. Wow. He's doing the same shit. He starts yeah. looking at me. That's yeah, no, the weird does, that's part. Oh, you don't like eye contact? He looks right? into your eyes. When, uh, when he said, "Talking about sixty-eight, and I owe you one." Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, what's more pressure? Zane wants to know what's more pressure: fighting for the belt or fighting to keep your belt. I mean, I've I never fought for a title. Yeah. I don't know. I'm on with him. I have no idea. I've never fought for a belt. Want yeah. me to? Conjecture. Although I did joke with Ray that I'd be the oldest uh, champion he had, which anytime I decide to do that would be it, I guess. But no, I don't know if that's actually. Can you pontificate on what you would think is harder? Oh, what do I think would be harder, fighting for the belt or keeping the belt? History will always teach us that gaining something always easier than consolidating that gain and defending it. Right, so I would have to just, as a student of history, think that it's harder to um, keep your belt than it is right. to fight you want for to, your belt. Because when you get to fight for the you belt... You want to beat me more than I want to beat you. 
Well, when you get the fight for the belt, you're so hype. You're like, I'm yeah. fighting for the fucking yeah. title. Like, it I, carries I, you a lot. I, I think he's right with now that. Now, once you, you got you the title. Draw, it's almost like some guys, once they get their black belt, like you're going, going, going. You want to kill everybody. Then you chill out a little bit. And, that, you know. So I think even with that, you know, now with the title comes a lot of other external stuff that you never had to worry about. So it's probably harder to deal with that. But again, if there's somebody that's been there. We got uh, a couple more. We're good with a couple more. First, let's remind people on it is the health and fitness juggernaut dedicated to delivering total human optimization to its vast customer base of athletes, thinkers, fitness gurus and entrepreneurs. If you use on it, use promo code MMA Beyond to save 10% on whatever it is you're buying. If you don't use on it and you're you're getting healthier, you want things everything from fitness supplements to products to weights to just about everything, even a, a an amazing board they have on there with with all updated information, articles and contributors, coaches, all that stuff. Onit.com/MMA Beyond and why not benefit from our discount while also supporting the show. Uh, Daryl wants to know who's the goat first person that comes to your mind why did Zabit take home the award for the same submission Aljamain did before him that's messed up mm. so who's the goat who's the first person that comes to your mind Man Nunes for you Manuel no Valentina Valentina is good but let's Claudia. think Claudia. No. I really loved the fight that was a really good fight he said <laughs> No, I said I like Claudia Gadell, and the fight was good, too. Uh, it, it wasn't, but uh, it's okay. But she looked good. She's so jacked. I don't How know. about the GOAT? The GOAT. Who's the greatest of all time? Uh, Ray, do you have any offhand that you think? I mean, there's a few in the conversation. Yeah, the greatest of all time. I mean, a lot of people would say uh, GSP, right? Um DC has to be in that conversation because there's no asterisk next to his name. He's undefeated heavyweight. I like that. No asterisk you know, is always good. There's no asterisk. No controversy. Nest, no controversy around DC. And he's undefeated as a heavyweight. Two two division champ. Hard to argue that. Um, so those would be the two that stand out to me right away. How about you, Ray? Uh, I, no, look, I agree. We have, but Demetrius Johnson, I think, had a huge run, and I'm not even sure he lost that title. You know True. when he did, right? I had him winning that fight, so I do like Demetrius I, Johnson. Yeah, you know, I, I think mean, he was a great. guy that yeah. fought in two weight classes, and I don't know. Seems like he's got no, you know, he's got nothing he did illegal or whatever. So that's good. No holes in his game, really no, clean. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, no, nothing surrounding him. Yeah, Demetrius Johnson, GSP, DC. Well, there's any, anyone else. Who would you add to that list of greatest of all time, Steve? I like DC for the same reason. I like GSP for his ability to adapt and adjust yeah. after Matt Sarah beat GSP's him. GSP's got to be up there. He you know? he adjusted, and and for me that's super impressive. And I think he was good for the game, also. You know, I mean, I think there was a like again a guy that really didn't come in with a pedigree that beat everybody at their pedigree, which I think is phenomenal. So I, I, I can make a guy. Yeah, I, I think GSP's got a good be representative right of the sport. Without a doubt. Yeah. Um, and why did why did uh, Zabi take the award for the same submission Aljamain did before well, him? I, I got to tell you, no fucking idea. That's crazy. It's bullshit. First of all, he did it first. Yeah, yeah, he, that's the he, first thing. Like, I don't know. 
They're the first, and here's, here's the difference against a more game opponent. Yes. That's the other problem. I mean, I don't know how they make that decision, why they would do that. I'll just lose the cleaner submission, too. Yeah, against a good guy. Against you a know, good guy, who, yeah. who's the beat do it against? I couldn't even you tell even, you. Couldn't even tell I couldn't you. even tell you. Exactly. So, but yeah. I like Zabit. I don't. I'm glad. Uh, I'm glad oh, he yeah. got it. But, but I, I, in the for the life of me, I don't get that man. Like again, and if Aljo was the second guy to do it behind Zabit, I'd say the same, same thing. thing. Right. Yeah. I'm not. It has nothing to do with me liking Aljo. Or he's my guy. He's just holy crap. You I mean, always got to do it to the guy who does it first. You know what I mean? Do you think that Zabit was backstage copying? You think he looked at the fight and then was like, "Oh, that's a cool move," and then wound up in that position? Look, was like, I don't oh. know. If, I don't know if he did, but he's that guy. I do believe he's got the capability of to doing just that. watch you they, do I, it for that it. for that type of thing. Yeah, that type of move. Yeah, yeah. he watched him do it and was yeah. like, "I like that move. I yeah. try that." I, oh, he's on the back. He's like, "You know what? I'm gonna grab his leg," and freaking pulls it off. He's like, "Oh, I like this." And speaking of a great representative of the sport, Aljamain Sterling. Yeah, it's one more you got to say than that. that yeah, that's good. Yeah. Aljo saw him at the you, wedding, man. He's good for the sport. Just he's more just, and more impressed with that guy. Yeah, yeah, just yeah, in general. His, yeah. He just came back his from His overall Vegas, demeanor life. on life in general, yeah. plus the commitment that he puts in here, the stuff that you don't see him do here. Well, I, you see him, but yeah. that people don't see how much time he takes helping others in here, teaching classes. I mean, just on the outside, the commitment he has to, to his work and it just – you want to see a dude like that? Yeah, he's just, a he's a giver. Yeah, man, he really you, is. You want I mean, to I, see like him I said, I think get he awards like a lot this. of purpose through giving back, man, which everybody should do. You know what I mean? Let me see if they have any more questions for you, Manimal. Well, Al, we got Al, Al writes in. Al has a story. Al, he's got a story. You want to go with this one, Manimal? You want to? You want to read? Well, Al, I really, Al, I really appreciate the thorough, well thought out comment section over here so how goes it fellas first thing first cheers to the legendary manimal for his great victory recently oh yeah oh yeah thank you al i really appreciate that i'm endlessly thankful and grateful that i was able to use my jujitsu skills to to get the victory there thank you and would love to smoke a blunt or two with you i you know i am a very social smoker so whenever you're in new york let me know hit me up on instagram let's smoke a blunt or two uh, and have some good conversation. It'll definitely be fun. But we can't train. If you want to train, we got to train first, then smoke a blunt. I don't smoke before training. Just saying. I don't know how guys do that. Uh, okay, next question from Al. Al has a lot of questions, guys. Wow. Seeing Askren get wiped out is one of the most satisfying KOs I've ever experienced as a fan. I'm not a fan of the shit-talking marketing over integrity era we're living in. Uh, I don't get these people who criticize fighters for taking it personal. All the shit talking beforehand to sell the fight. Folks must realize not everyone plays the silly game of talking crazy shit all for a promotion. There are lines clearly drawn, and for some to think it's a game to be belligerent. Uh, I show you Exhibit A, Askren laying cribbled on the floor while a very serious, angry Masvidal is tauntingly pounding the mat for him to wake up. This shit is not a joke. Uh... I, mean, I don't know if you guys want to comment on that, Askren shit talking and then having to pay for a shit talk. I mean, listen, what well, Masvidal you... said it. You know, there there are what do you say, Ray? Exactly, there are some there are bad of, people. Yeah, a lot of bad people out there. Yeah, yeah no, that's what I like about them. But look, I don't want to see anybody get hurt. To be honest with you, but you know, there are all consequences, and that's that's the risk you run when you're selling a fight. 
And you have to have the right personality to deal with the shit if it goes south. And I think Ashrin's going to, I think he's going to give it up to uh, Hawaii when he comes to and stuff. And I think he'll do the right thing. But uh, you can't blame the other guy for being pissed off. Everybody's different. Like, that's why I say, even with the Khabib thing, you can't keep poking the bear. And if you think nothing's going to happen, you're fucking crazy. You know what I mean? So... Yeah, well, then that becomes that becomes a, an important question because the next part of Al's question becomes question for Ray: Has there ever been a time when an opponent you are training uh, for an opponent you have, you are training for has crossed the line from professional to personal? So you're training a fighter and his opponent starts, you know, personally attacking your fighter. Have you ever had that? Uh, no, I don't. Uh... No, I'm going to say no. no the, so we're training for an opponent, and the guy's doing stuff that we think is... Yeah, he's crossing the line with the insults and the shit yeah, talking. I have to really think about, go back... Nothing that stands the, out. No, but nothing that, uh, no. Nothing that Twitter no, doesn't it's always, do every day. <laughs> it's always like grab-ass, nonsensical shit, you know. Um, yeah. I mean, like, it's I never a good idea to talk too much shit about your opponent. Like, there's ways to sell the fight without right. actually having to be... A shit talker. To making it personal, even. Uh, or even well, talking you know, that but much even shit. With, even with Askren, I don't think he did anything. He was annoying, I think, but nothing. Did he well, do anything to cross the line, though? I, I mean, mean Masvidal yeah, said he did. Masvidal said he said things I just about think his he, religion, I think, I his just, family, and things like that. Man, I don't know about that. So he doesn't seem I'd, like I'd that type of guy to me. I'd have to go watch the shit talking that he did. I mean, I think like, he I might just have to go annoyed him with, why are you mad at me? And like, you know, what, what's the I'd big have to deal? go back and rewatch the shit talking, but I'm sure Masvidal was remembering something. Yeah, I seen yeah. an interview with him afterwards, and he said he was saying something about his family. See, I think the problem is uh, Askren said, uh, you're going to have to bring more than uh, like a three-piece and a Coke. You're going to have to bring a whole family happy meal or whatever. Oh, he brought the happy <laughs> the meal with him. Oh, he, got, the he got the buffet that night. So. You know what? Askren went to... Just shoot in with no setup, and Masvidal probably was so ready for that to happen. Well, he, he which, had a which, lot of which came first, do you think? What uh, Masvidal started running at him. He started running at him. Yeah, Masvidal was training that exact that you, thing. Do you think, the day do you think Askren thought he was going to try to punch him, or that he was, or gonna, throw a kick? And yeah. the wrestler's instinct is to right. go for the leg when you see it come off the floor. So Masvidal's like, "Fuck it, I'm going to throw. I'm going to run at him." flying name and then start scrapping after that but caught him smooth as silk with the knee and that was the, yeah, the, the fact story. that they were repping that and they had an idea they wanted to do it, i think is phenomenal this is this is days before yeah he knows He's, what he wants he, to he do. knows exactly yeah. what he wants to do i think even the circling to your yeah. right Circle he started circle right. yeah. he started circling to the right he circled to the right boom and i ran into the knee because he knew he was going to shoot. He did the exact same thing. When yeah. a guy runs at you, and also you're trained as a grappler, when a guy runs at you, that's supposed to be the easiest right. time to take him down. Like if I, like if a guy opens up with punches on me, well, now he's open to get taken down. So the guy runs at you and you see that, you know, his instinct overrid, overrid, overrode everything else. His instinct is, oh, guy's rushing you? Take him down. Boom. Stiff. I, I, stiff. Yeah. That was uh, it was good planning. I would have liked to see the fight be a little more competitive, though, you know. And then Askren for his shit talking gets to be the quickest on the receiving end of the quickest knockout in UFC history. 
Right. And, and what you said, what you said, which was in, the, in his first fight, questionable whether, whether that fight should have continued. So, right. so neither, he's not looking out. stellar in either one of his right, fights. Right. That's and so again, damage. that's a lot of damage for six months inside of four months. That's a lot. And for a guy, like you, you know, said, who knows what's and up. who knows what's happened in training. It, it's yeah, uh, how's his training? Yeah. Is he getting is he getting right. sparring and training hard? Be interesting to see what happens with that. Sparring between two fights. Yeah. Right. If you're sparring eight weeks for a fight, ten weeks for a fight, and you fought four months ago, yeah. you never had a break uh, from sparring. Yeah. yeah. He needs to go to Manimal Training Camp. Oh, yeah, guys. Uh, Next get... Manimal Training Camp, September 21st and 22nd, Cold Spring, New York. I'll be putting out some early bird specials oh, this week. And, and where you are know, the early bird specials? So... Is that on your Instagram? Or I'll put it up on my Instagram first and then put a link to the website on it. But, uh, you know, the next few months while I heal up and figure out what's next, I want to try to share uh, some of the knowledge I've garnered in the last uh, few months. Wow. You know, I went through a lot over here and uh, definitely picked up a lot of good good wisdom on training, mental toughness, um, diet. And you'll I'll be uh, spreading that in the next training camp. And the next training camp, you'll be going wow. on recovery. You think it's easy to get there? Shit. Yeah. It's fucking hard to get out of there. Man. After you know. a win at the Garden... After a win at the garden, yeah, everything feels. You know, I would like to tell you everything feels good. The first week, everything felt good. Now everything hurts. You know, surprisingly. <laughs> so, so the adrenaline is worn off. The, the adrenaline is worn up. off, and uh, yeah, but I'm I'm back in the gym. You know, I'm not going yeah, too crazy, but yeah, I'm in the gym. Oh, that's nice, yeah. doing good. So uh, yeah, back in back in training, nothing crazy, but I'll go to like a maintenance mode. I think it's important to. To have, yeah, seasons, off-seasons. If you look at other sports, they have a little bit of an yeah, off-season. of course. And sometimes fighters don't like to take the time to settle back a little bit, consolidate their games. You also can't learn anything new while you're training for a fight. Right. Like in fight camp, everything you do is based on winning. So if you want to improve skills, you probably need like two months before, you know, so in does between. it come in handy that it seems like this this is a time where fighters are kind of about to get ready for camp? Or yeah, yeah I'm I'm available to work with anyone who needs work too. Oh, wow. So like oh, anyone that great. needs help, then it's good for me to to stay in shape. And anyone that needs a couple of rounds of sparring, I'm good. Anyone needs help on the ground, I'm in there. With Bellator's most popular fighter, yeah. Bellator's most popular fighter, most entertaining fighter, the loudest cheering section at the Garden, uh, the most selling. Ticket selling fighter uh, in, in Bellator history. history. Uh, so yeah, I mean, Man. I have a lot yeah, of things yeah. going well, for me. How many tickets did you sell for that fight? I can't tell you on air, but I'll tell well, you. Give me a, he's he can't, he's can't say. I'm saying Kaz sold more tickets than you. Would that be an oh, incorrect statement? Oh, Approximately so. the same amount that watched the Malinaji fight. More oh, shit. More. More. the <laughs> Garden. So we have to wait. Oh, Kaz is a good sell too, right? Well, Kaz supposedly is a big ticket seller. Yeah, that's that's. Uh, I don't. That's I don't think anybody. I don't think together. anybody beats Charlie Campbell. Oh, he holds the record. Well, Charlie Campbell said I'm. I do better in sponsors than him, but I think that's only because of where I put. Oh wow. Yeah. Otherwise, Charlie doesn't get the big sponsors. Um. Well, I mean, if he fought the Garden, he would probably do better than me. You know what I'm saying? If he if he was at the comparable venue, he probably would do more because Charlie is a popular guy. You gotta like the cannibal. No, the you cannibal. Know, that kid is great. The cannibal. You know, I'm real, we're really lucky. We got some good guys around us. I'm really lucky to be able to train with these kids. 
It's a great yeah. team. Great team. Ray, you get a, any any weeks off at all? Do you? Uh, I think this week, uh, next couple of weeks look good. Nice. I'm gonna you catch. I'm gonna catch up on a lot of socializing with some people I haven't seen in a while, and keep the training going for myself. And that's it. Love it, folks. Make sure you check out Ray Longo MMA on Instagram, on Twitter. Uh, you can hear him on the Anakin and Florian podcast. Comes out every Monday, um, and uh, always entertaining on that. And it's a good podcast. Uh, Manimal, you could you could learn more about Manimal, the Manimal training camp, whatever else he's got going on. Guys, check me out at John the Manimal Beneducci. Uh, Hopefully, Ray will give me a follow this week. Oh sure, mm, maybe know. this week is the maybe week. this maybe week. Maybe this week. week You'll have to talk to my Instagram manager, well, <laughs> Stephen Lee. I'll talk to your agent, Stephen Lee. Well, Stephen Lee likes all my stuff. Oh so. wow, I'm surprised so, he hasn't made I'm me follow. Yeah. Oh really? I, I'll have to. Hmm. You might be following me and just well, not. I might. I might be following. You me. might be and just I not looking know. at it. You wouldn't know. Shout <laughs> out, Stephen Lee. Really, your Instagram? Yeah, manager? he's my. He manages my oh, social media. Now that makes sense. Does it? Wait, what? Yeah, now that makes sense. All right. All right. Because I get those weird comments. I'm like, that's not right. Oh, well. <laughs> <laughs> Folks, make sure you check out MMA and Beyond on it.com slash MMA Beyond. Thank you so much. We'll see you next time. 